Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I know that the name has changed, but I had to do something to be a little bit different. I apologize about the name change from in the life of conspiracy theories to, um, I guess, pose. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. I do like uh, the new title. Um, I will be doing some more things with this, but before we get any further, thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Derek, and you can also see this on YouTube if you choose so, Spotify, Anchor, and where any podcasts are heard, you can actually hear this podcast, and anytime you have your mobile device, you can too. It's just that easy. So we're going to talk about aliens. Now, here is a topic that I have seen in the past several years, that has just popped up, and a lot of people have this scenario that we could have this false flag, false thing, false something that could take place in the future where we have a staged alien invasion, like the War of the Worlds type of thing, where they come down, attack. Now, I'm going to be honest, I kind of don't fault that too far. I actually kind of, on the line there, kind of, you know, see that being a possibility, especially when you have things like DARPA, you have things like uh, all these different technologies. A lot of people don't realize this, but our, our government and stuff is about 50 years advanced more than what we have and what we're allowed to buy uh, from the private sector, where we're allowed to get those items typically a lot of the technology is almost 50 years in advance so you can only imagine what the one the governments around the world actually have and what they actually control now one thing that comes up is that with this alien invasion with this hypothesis um the thing is is that a lot of people also believe that aliens came to earth and they created us. Now, with that definition or that thought, um, anything that's not this world and it's from another dimension or somewhere else is, is an alien in, in the definition of the sense. Um, I do find it interesting that you have TV shows that push this agenda that the Anunnaki came and um, did this uh, event where they genetically altered our DNA and created us. Now, one thing you need to understand about the Bible itself is that it is about genetics. It goes into some very details about genetics and why it's very important to understand those genetics. But the one thing is is that God has created man in his image. You find that in the book of Genesis. And he goes on and says, and... um, by uh, by anointing or, or making us his children, I should say, um, he created, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And this is in Genesis chapter 1. Now, immediately you know that there's an outside force that has created mankind, modern man. And so from that there, you pretty much have an argument. Some of them already do. It sits there and tells us that it was alien races that came. Uh, and that's because it goes and fits into their Darwinist 
ideology where they sit there and think that people things have to uh um i guess evolve from their state that they're already in right now even though when you really look at what has to happen for a uh, a creature of any kind to evolve into another creature it means that it's able to change its genetic structure at the dna level the more that we're now having people actually doing the dna testing and have all dna coming out and and they're mapping the dna strands they're starting to recognize that there is a problem with evolution this theory that they have been horse feeding us for decades so with that it comes into the aliens maybe it's the aliens that has created us and so with that one thing that uh, I, I find interesting is we have this the book of Ezekiel and as you can see here in the book of Ezekiel a lot of ufologists have used this and said hey look here You're, you can see that the glory of God and the wheels within wheels. So we're looking here, and I'm going to use the ESV uh, for this. It says, As I looked, behold, a stormy wind came out of the north of a great cloud with the brightness around, around it, fire flashing forth continually, and in the midst of the fire there was gleaming metal. I mean, right there, immediately, he, this is definitely something that is not common or known to be in in this area. So it's kind of like, okay, what is Ezekiel actually seeing here? Now, as it goes on, it says, And from the midst of it came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had a human likeness. But each had four faces. Each of them had four wings. Their wings were straight. And the sole of their feet were like um, soles of calves' hooves. So he's given us a depiction of these this entities that are coming out of a gleaming, glime, gleaming metal in the midst of the fire. And if you take a look at anything... That, that people show as UFOs right there, that kind of captivates you and go, well, wait a second. He's got to be seeing a UFO. And I'm not going to say that he's not because, I mean, you can clearly read this for yourself and see that, hey, he is seeing something. Now, he goes on with these four-legged creatures, and he says, and there was their appearance like a human likeness. But each had four faces, and each of them had four wings. Their wings were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of cows, which I just said. And they sparkled like burn, uh, burnished bronze under their wings. On their four sides, they had a human face. On the fourth had a face, and their wings thus. The wings touched one another. Each one of them went straight forward, and without turning they went and as for the likeness of the faces each had a face like a human and then the other one had a face like an ox and it goes on one like an eagle now as we're sitting here 
and you see this appearance, and you can look up the scripture if you want to, out of the book of Ezekiel, chapter, uh, chapter 1, you have, now as I looked at the living creatures, this is the 15th verse that we're coming to, I saw a wheel on the earth beside the living creatures, and each of the four of them, and as for the appearance of the wheels and their construction, uh, Construction, the appearance was like gleaming of barley. And the four had the same likeness in the appearance and uh, construction, being as it were a wheel within a wheel. Interesting, a wheel within a wheel. So when you see this, um, it, it really puts into the perspective of going, whoa, 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 wait, what is he actually seeing here? What is he actually looking at? Um, and, I mean, that's that's like the million-dollar question. Why does he see these? So, right here, if you look up on YouTube, you can also look it up for yourself. You have this vehicle, and this right here is a, a mock-up or a, a view of what the actual ship would look like with the four legs, the wheels around the wheels. You can see... Uh, clearly, that that uh, that it is a a vehicle of some sort, and that it would move in all different directions, kind of like what we already have with drones and with little uh, motorized vehicles that we can control. So we already know that within ourselves we have come to the point where we have this technology. So we have this technology, and we know we have this technology. How is it that we might think that aliens don't exist? And that's the that's the thing that we're going to also talk about. Now, as we get into an, uh, this dealing with a uh, article that I came across, and I'm just going to be using a little bit of it, is the Bible, flying machines, and how Enoch. And the prophet Elijah were taken to heaven. Now, there's a lot of talk about the book of Enoch, which is rightly so, because it's been quoted in the New Testament. Uh, I really enjoyed how someone said that it was the extra-biblical te uh, text to help us in the times that we are living in now. But you do have a, a person named Enoch um, who was with God, and God took him up. Um, he was the father of uh, uh, Methuselah. So it's interesting because you only have this one little quick phrase. When Enoch was ninety, uh, he lived. When Enoch had lived ninety years, um, and then Enoch had fathered uh, Kenna eight hundred and fifteen years. Goes on down where it talks about Enoch. In chapter 5, verse 22, Enoch walked with God, and after he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters, thus all the days of Enoch were 365 days, years. Enoch walked with God and was not for God took him. So we're seeing that uh, God is able to take people in their human form, not just in the, it's not a spirit form. I mean, he's literally taking him um, up to heaven. And so 
the question is, is that a lot of people say, well, why, why is this? Because this also happened with Elijah. It says, when you read the text written thousands of years ago and find them mentioning flying chariots, smoke, fire, and mysterious beings, you can't help but wonder whether or not ancients, uh, not ancient aliens were actually speaking out by seeing alien technology. Many authors have speculated that that's exactly what we're seeing. We're seeing that there's this interaction with this in entities and how they have influenced our world. Article goes on to say, uh, also usually convinced their evidence of a uh, alien <coughs> visitation written down in important works of literature, such as the Bible, which argues that history is uh, transmitting partiality and that the important parts of ancient texts has been entirely omitted uh, the article goes on and uh, says that you have to look at three important bible characters who appear to have had contact with extraterrestrial beings during their lives two of them according to the sacred text was taken away to heaven and never returned to earth and you do see that you have a thing in the book of revelation that says the two witnesses and who they're going to be. So there is that argument that says, hey, these things exist or that they have existed. So I want to kind of pull up another article, which I thought would be uh, absolute, I think would be fascinating to look over. And in this article here, you have 10 uh, fascinating accounts of ancient gods and their flying machines. And so let's take a look. This is the image, and you can you look on my YouTube channel and see the image that I'm talking about um, of their appearance and how these chariots looked uh, to them. Now, you do have a thing where it was uh, Exodus 13, 21 says, Jehovah was going before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them in the way and by night a pillar of fire to give them light to light them to go by day and by night. Um, this right here is coming out of Exodus 13. You have also the gods um, there appear, the chariot of fire and horse of fire, and part of them, both asunder and Elijah, went up in a whirlwind into heaven. This is 2 Kings 2, 11. Then you have, uh, in the book of Exodus, where you have Jehovah, again, lands on Mount Sinai. And on the third day, um, it began, <clears throat> excuse me, being morning and it happened that uh, there were thunder and lightning and the heaven and the clouds come up to the mountains and the sound of the ram's horn, very strong. And all the people of the camp trembled when they heard this. And the Mount Sinai was smoking all of it because Jehovah came down uh, on it in fire. And it smoked it up like the fire of a furnace. And the mountains quickened. And this is again in Exodus chapter 19, 16, uh, 16 through 18. So you have these accounts. I mean, that shows that there is something that's going on in the ancient world. 
Um, you have in Malachi, again, Jehovah is coming out of his place and will come down and walk on the high places of the earth, and the mountains shall melt under him, and the valleys shall cleave themselves and be uh, waxed before the fires, waters poured out on a steep place. Now, that's, that's chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. So, the argument has come is that, you know, are we saying that an ancient alien race of some sort has created this technology, has come to Earth, and in coming to Earth, has not only influenced us, but made us and were our creators. And I can understand the argument. It's very compelling. Um, but see, I think that it's, it's very clear that there was an ancient civilization before the Great Deluge, before the Flood. And I believe that technology still exists. I believe that God has technology. Now, I know a lot of people go, well, why would God need that? He's a spirit. But if you look in the scriptures, God is also physical. He's able to walk in the cool of the day with Adam and Eve. Uh, he's able to wrestle with Jacob. So you're, you're seeing that, that uh, God in the Hebrew Bible has a physical body. And I think that it's very interesting that the, he, he has the ability to become like a spirit, which is translucent and you can go through, and then also physical. And we see this where when Jesus is resurrection. But does it matter? That is the end of all questions. Does it matter that if an alien race came down and created us, um, if you have this scripture, you clearly see that we do have some interaction with some force outside of our understanding that did create us. And I'm here to let you know is that I believe that that right there is how they're going to try and pigeonhole and make it where, look, evolution with the fallen angels coming and attacking. Or they make war with God because they believe they can overcome God. Because, I mean, anytime you look in the scriptures, people always think they're going to be able to wipe God out and the angels. So you have to take a look at this and say, okay, these texts are telling us something that they're physically seeing. And I believe it's the same thing people are seeing today. And that it, that we need to be more uh, open to listening to people's accounts of being abducted and having these things being done to them, because clearly you can see that in some shape, form, or fashion, aliens are among us and have been, and that there was an outside force that did create us as human beings, but we call him God. I know that's kind of hard to take, but when you take it from the scriptures and you look at it from the outside, could these aliens come and, you know, have war with us? I mean, that's, that's the million-dollar question. And if it does, does that take away from Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior? No, it doesn't. 
We need to understand that these things are going to happen because they need to have a great falling away. And what way could be a great falling away other than within the church is teaching that God is only spirit, is only this, and that you can clearly look in the text, in the ancient text, and see that he rode on these fiery chariots. You see that he was set on the throne. You see he came down. When you take away the fact of the physical side of the Bible, then people are not going to realize that that physical side is a very important part of the scriptures. Because it lets us know there's something there that lets us know that it's something different. And that we won't be beguiled and won't be confused. So, do I believe that UFOs are mentioned in the Bible? I have to say I do. I believe that that shows that there's a technology, but I also believe there's a technology that man had before the flood that's far more advanced than what we have today. And I think that right there should pretty much be where I end it uh, with this, is to say, yes, I do believe that ain't the aliens, angels, did come down to earth and they tried to create a type of uh, utopia for them and they're still manipulating mankind today and the greatest thing to help people do a follow away is when we don't show yes the scriptures do have these answers and shows this same pattern was done in the ancient past but there's a difference between God's technology and the fallen angels technology God's technology is not to harm or hurt us, but take care of us. But it's, that's the opposite of what the fallen want to do. So don't be all hooked up and tripped up when somebody sits there and talks about ancient aliens and they talk about the aliens created us. Go, you know what? You're right. God created us. And you know what? Definition of aliens, that's him. As always, guys, please pay attention to your surroundings. You never know what lies in the corner. And God bless.